Peter Brown, Mysteries. Adventures in excitement and suspense, based on the best-selling novels by the slick storytelling sensation, Carter Brown. beginning to make sense. Crazy nightmarish sense, but sense. Right from the start, I hadn't been Nicky Knight the dashing private eye. I'd been Nicky Knight the dumb puppet with every move planned for me. Even this last one, returning to the house with Marie Despray, figuring it to be a surprise twist. Only the twist was on me, with a gun pointed at me by Louis Katz and the pleasant prospect of being handed over to the cops for the murder of Prince Al Zaman. Ronk, lead the girl away. You know where to put her. I'm sorry, Marie. I guess they're calling the tune. You're very wise, Mr. Knight, to try nothing foolish. I know when I've been outsmarted, Louis. Not only outsmarted, Mr. Knight, outplanned, outmaneuvered, outthought. Yeah, I was picked as the fall guy from the beginning, wasn't I? From the moment Haroon got his brother over here to the States on the pretext of urgent oil business. Haroon, who's your boss, of course, was getting tired of playing second fiddle to Al's a man and planned to get rid of him. Get rid of him here in the States instead of on his own home ground. Correct. So Haroon engages me to protect a harem that's already protected. And then you come around with a story about your sister. Even when I beat it out of the house with Tex, you and Haroon weren't worried. You knew I'd have found out from Tex that Marie was in the house and that I'd come straight to you. Which you did, Mr. Knight. Yeah, and played right into your hands for the murder of Al's a man. Back I come with you and Fatso gets it, with me all set to take the rap. The only slip-up was with you, Louie. You couldn't know that I'd been tipped off about you by the house stick at the hotel. But I hadn't figured it all then. I was just suspicious of you. That's why I tapped you on the skull and beat it with Marie. But you have come back, Mr. Knight. Yeah, he even worked that out right. While I was getting Marie out of the way, Haroon and Hassan were carefully collecting texts. Hassan is Haroon's man, too, like you. And then after the phone call proposing the quid pro quo, or, or more accurately, the girl for girl, you figured I'd come straight back here, hoping to surprise you. You waited for me, and here I am. <laughs> like a good little pawn, going from square to square, exactly as anticipated. Yeah, the perfect pawn. Which is about to be taken. You heard that car? That will be His Highness Haroon, the new prince with the police. Goodbye, Mr. Knight. It's been fun playing with you. Yeah, they had it worked out to a T. T for tombstone with my name on it. Oh, there's something very depressing about sitting in a cell swearing at yourself for a sucker. And that was how I spent the time all that night and next morning. That and thinking about Tex, worrying if she was all right. And then round about midday, I was taken out of the cell and driven to a downtown office where a gray-haired guy sat behind a desk with a slim, efficient-looking character next to him. Take a chair, Mr. Knight. And what is this? Who are you? My name doesn't matter. This gentleman is Mr. Wilde. Hello. Uh, first of all, please accept my apologies for having kept you in that cell so long, but when your statement came to us, we had to investigate, and that takes time. I don't get it. You will when I tell you that we checked your story about Marie to spray and found it to be true. Oh, you did, huh? That's nice. Don't play tough, Knight. This isn't the time or the place for it. It's all right, Wild. Mr. Knight can't be blamed for feeling a little sore. Oh, a little? But I suggest you don't say any more, Mr. Knight, till I put you in the picture. An international picture. Okay, okay. It's sorry. mostly concerned with Prince Al's man and his country's oil. As you probably know, that oil is extremely valuable to us, and incidentally to France. For a long time, the United States and Britain have advocated that Al's man should be deposed, but France has remained firm. As long as the oil came out of the country, they weren't worried with what went on inside. There's a democratic party within the country. 
It's been fostered for some time, and it's ready to take power. We could assist them to do that, bloodlessly, and now is the time with Alzheimer dead. But, of course, the French must agree. Now, wait a minute, the French... You're getting it now, aren't you? It's important that Mr. Spray must be found alive. Yeah. The indignation of the French people when they learn what happened to her will swing their government to our way of thinking. Yeah, I can see that. Now, our big problem is to find Mr. Spray. Have you any idea where she would be? Yeah, sure, somewhere in the house. It's an old place. There'd, uh, there'd be a cellar. They'd probably put text there as well. Oh, yes. I'd forgotten about the other girl. I hadn't. Hmm. As soon as Haroon even thinks we're suspicious, he will undoubtedly murder the Desprey girl or both of them. That's the tricky part. Mr. Wilde here is from the FBI, but I can't use him or his men any more than I dare send a squad of police with tear gas and Tommy guns into the place. It would be signing the French girl's death warrant. Looks like a one-man job. And I'm the one man. Why, Mr. Knight? Because I know the house. He's right, sir. Look, here's an idea. Take me back to headquarters, book me for murder. Let the press get all the pictures they want. When Haroon sees that in the papers, he'll feel safe again. Then pull out all the cops at the house, and tomorrow night let me out of a side door in the jail. It's not bad, sir. It could work. Yes, well, I suppose it could. It's a risk, but on the other hand, I can't think of any better scheme. Very well, Mr. Knight. That's how we'll do it. Okay, you guys, keep it quiet. All right, now we got over the wall. Nicky, this is where you're on your own. Yeah, me and my 32. I've got another gun for you. Here. Hey, what's this, a six-inch howitzer? It's a rocket gun. You've got an emergency, you point it out the window and you pull the trigger. We'll see the rocket, all right. Uh -huh. All right, thanks. The best place to carry it is in your sock. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Just hope it doesn't go off and leave me minus three toes. Now we'll fan out and watch for your signal. If it doesn't come within 20 minutes, we'll come in anyway. Good luck, kid. Well, thanks again. So long. For the third time now, I crept up to the back door. For the third time now, it was unlocked. These characters obviously didn't believe in guarding their rear. I was halfway across the kitchen when I heard voices. Yes, your Highness. I looked around for a place to hide. There was a broom cupboard built into the wall. I got in with the brooms and pulled the door too, leaving just a crack to see through. A second later, the light was switched on and Haroon and my old pal Louis came in. So in a week, Louis, we shall leave the United States. I return home to take up my rightful position. While Mr. Knight remains to die for the murder of your brother. <laughs> a sacrifice in honor of the new prince. Eh? What about the two young ladies? Well, I'm about to take their food to the miners. The team has prepared the tray. Good food, I see. Excellent. I don't like thin women. Return to me in the library, Louis, when you have finished. We have other plans to make. I watched Louis pick up the tray and disappear through a door I'd never seen before. It looked like part of the paneling when it was closed. I gave him a minute or so and then headed after him. The door opened on a flight of steps leading down. I'd been right about the cellar. Here's your meal. Eat up. His Highness Prince Haroon prefers women who are well filled. <laughs> I'd like to fill him with arsenic. Or even lead, honey. Night! Which means a long sleep for you. Ah! Nicky! Nicky, I knew you'd make it. I told Marie you'd find us. We're not out of here yet, Tex, baby. 
Get back to Marie and keep down on the floor, both of you. This will bring the rest of them here like hornets. All right, Nikki. Down on the floor, Marie, quick! It will not help you, Mr. Knight. Fire low, Hassan, to floor level. Gun you see, Mr. Knight. Against that, you have no chance. No? Oh, that takes care of Hassan and his Tommy gun. Now you're on your own, Your Highness. Come on down and demonstrate how brave a prince can be. <laughs> Not good enough, Haroon. What's the matter? Too scared to come down? <laughs> No, Mr. Knight, not scared now since your gun is empty. I always waste my time, you see. And my time, Mr. Knight, is now. Is it? As he came down the steps, I remember the rocket gun in my sock. I grabbed for it and pressed the trigger. Haroon was practically on top of me when it hit him. When I came to think of it, he didn't stay a prince for long. Later that day, I was back in the office of the gray-haired guy. Congratulations, Knight. You did a magnificent job. I'll just pin the medal above the heart, General, and I'll go home. <laughs> With both Al's a man and Haroon out of the way, that line of succession is gone forever. And we feel confident that a much more democratic regime will take its place. The people should erect the statue in your honor, but they <laughs> probably won't. Just tell me one thing. Who exactly are you? Oh, let's just say that I'm connected with the State Department. My job is connected with what happens in other countries. You know, the uh, things you don't read about in the newspapers. Well, of course. Of course I'm dumb. Espionage, huh? Yes, that's the ticket. Uh, you know, if you were interested... Uh, I could use a man like you. Well, uh, it's very kind of you, but no thanks. I, I'll stick to a nice, quiet racket like the uh, private eye business. <laughs> well, hasn't been so quiet these last few days, has it? No, but it's uh, going to be much quieter for the next few days. You see, uh, there's someone back at my apartment who'll uh, see to that. <laughs> You know, Nikki? Yeah? There were times when I just couldn't believe I'd ever sit in an American apartment again and hear some real American music again. With a uh, real American man again, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although, you know, those, uh, those Eastern guys have one idea that's not bad. Mm hmm What's that? A harem. I think it's a wonderful idea. Oh? Sure, you, you get tired of a brunette, so you pick a blonde. You get tired of a blonde, and you uh, pick a redhead. Uh, no. No, you, you um, want to rewrite it. You get tired of a certain brunette, and you pick up prussic acid in your morning coffee. I never drink morning coffee. You will that morning. Honey, <laughs> I, mean, I was only kidding. I love you, Tex. I love you, Nikki. Enough to marry me? Nikki, you've got yourself a one-woman harem for life.
That takes care of Nicky Knight. His nightmare's over, or it's just starting, depending how you look at it. Well, I'll be back to bring you another of my books. The next one's called Destiny, Danger, the story of an English undercover man who didn't stay undercover enough. So this is Carter Brown saying so long for now. Be seeing you. Nightmare for Night, you heard June Salter as Tex, while as Nicky Knight, you heard our star, John Bushell. The Carter Brown Mystery Theatre, based on the best-selling novels by Carter Brown, is dramatised and directed by Maurice Travers for Grace Gibson Radio Productions. (laughs) 